0: Hey, it's Mirna from Happiness Academy. Welcome to the Happiness Academy podcast, a place where you can discover practical, simple, yet effective tools from the science of positive psychology. You're at the right place if you're looking to live a life of well-being and joy, staying resilient when facing any challenges, and incorporating a sense of meaning in things you do. Ready? Let's dive in. Do you consider yourself a proactive person, (laughs) when yes, when no? What does it depend on? What helps you, what enables you to be more proactive? In the end, it's rather a yes or no question. Usually it's more about exploring how and in which situation can we, and do we want to live more proactively, be more bold, more action oriented, more decisive. In my TED talk two years ago, I talked about how to live a more fulfilled life by living it intentionally. And then I spoke about three different aspects, three elements that are the key uh, elements or the skeleton of intentionality. I call them the three P's. It was being proactive, exploring and expanding perspective and then protecting our priorities as the road to intentionality. So being proactive, exploring, expanding perspectives and then protecting priorities. Now I'm lucky that this podcast allows me to dive a little bit deeper into each of these uh, and to share with you a bit more practical tools and aspects on how can we put each of these three P's in more practice. Ready? Today we're starting with productivity. How can we have more ownership? How can we be more proactive, more courageous to step into new things and kind of more stepping forward towards what we wish to do, towards what we wish to create. Now, how can we do that? It's a difficult question. There are many ways we could uh, approach um, being more proactive and building more proactivity. And today I'm hoping to share with you five different approaches that you can use to build more proactivity in your life. And I will say, you know, you could use all of these five at the same time, connecting them, using them for one to strengthen the other and kind of making them um supporting each other, but you could also use just some of them. And I think the interesting bit is to observe which of them maybe might be a little bit missing for you in different situations and then simply pay more attention to strengthen that one. Keep in mind, in the end, proactivity is not so much about our personality. Like I am proactive person or I am not, not at all. It's more about a situation in this situation or in this day or in this period of my life, maybe, or this week or this morning. I am being and I'm acting more proactive um, or I'm kind of taking it more easy on myself and avoiding to do difficult things, right? So we want to think of proactivity as something we are building moment by moment uh, through our habits, behaviors, and thoughts um, and not necessarily something that we identify with um, in every situation or none of the situations, right? So the first approach uh, into building more proactivity is building something that pulls us forward. So when we think about motivation, and in the end, productivity has a lot to do with being motivated to do something, we can think about two perspectives. One is to be moved towards something, right? So to be pulled by something, to be moving in the direction of something that is appealing to us and exciting to us. Or we can think about motivation as something away from, away from pain. Uh, For example, if you're doing sports, you might be going for that run because you know how great you will feel afterwards or during the run, or you might go for that run because you're afraid for your health and that you might get sick if if you don't exercise regularly, right? So it's two different types of motivations. And both are relevant. However, the way one, it's a bit more let's say forceful, it's a bit more kind of, uh, it, it, it comes with a bit of hesitation. We wanna run away f- from the pain, but we also need to do something that's not really easy for us in order to run away from that pain. So it's kind of like we get into proactive state when we are driven away from something, simply because that pain seems smaller, right? So it's not, it, it's not gonna make us move fast in that new direction. It's gonna be more like, okay, let me go there. But if we build motivation that is towards, towards something, then that motivation will be much more pulling us in by excitement, by positive emotion, uh, by thing that is appealing to us, by pulling, it's going to really kind of suck us in, pull us forward, um, get us ahead. So what can that be that pulls us forward? It can be simply a vision, And that vision can be, of course, life vision and big picture, what do we want from our life, but it can also be vision for this situation. For example, let's say we want to be more proactive about meeting new people. Then some way that we could use a vision as a way to pull us forward is imagining how great it would be to connect with new people and how would it look like to connect with new people in a way that is inspiring to us and that worked out really well. So building a bit of vision, a bit of visualization maybe, how exciting that thing ahead of us might be. Focusing on the positive aspects of that thing and getting excited, building emotion around it. So you can think about this on a really big scale, so vision for my life and everything is excited when I act proactively, uh, or maybe more straightforward and easier is to think about it on the level of situation. For this situation, what is my goal? Can I think about it as it's really exciting? And also for my... um, Uh, for, for, I don't know, this situation, what is my vision? How am I imagining this situation will work out? And what is exciting about it? And then of course, if we focus ourselves to think about events in our life or behaviors in this way, that will motivate us to actually jump into those behaviors. For example, if I need to deliver a speech and I'm thinking how exciting it will be, and I'm visualizing how exciting it will be, I will be proactive and go and deliver that speech. But if I should deliver a speech and I'm just thinking what a pain it will be and how it will be troublesome and difficult and stressful, then of course I might think of an excuse of not going and doing it or doing it with much different energy. So playing with thoughts in our head, when we think of situations in which we wanna be more proactive, to focus on actually building a vision of why these situations are exciting, what's appealing about them. And that's something that partially it's a work with our thoughts and our mindset to consciously choose our thoughts. That's also a topic that on Happiness Academy we talk a lot about within the topics of mindset. So on the Mindset Build Powerful Mindset online course, but also in general, anything where you see hashtag Mindset on Happiness Academy, we're gonna talk about this, navigating your thoughts consciously, reframing your thoughts consciously. But then another aspect where we work a lot with goals and vision and more of this getting excited about the big picture of life, getting excited about difficult things, if they're cool things, we also work with this on life design workshops. So if you feel like you're missing a bit of vision in your life, like you're missing a bit more of this, getting excited about things and and being more visionary, definitely join us there. Um, It should be very helpful. Now, the second thing, apart from building vision, the second thing is, keeping your identity in mind. What do I mean here? When we see ourselves as a person who is proactive and who does things actively, when opportunity appears to do something proactive, often we will act on that image of ourselves on that identity of ourselves. On the other hand, if I see myself as a person who is not really proactive, who's maybe a lazy or procrastinator or uh, a bit uh, timid or shy or anything like that, just that image of myself will be blocking me from actually acting on it, from stepping into uh, something new and exciting. So really paying attention how I think about myself and how I talk to myself about these situations. And the way to build them, again, to be proactive, it's not about being, you know, oh I'm so lazy and I really don't want to do this but I really really should (laughs) but it really should be by hey what kind of person do I want to be today I want to be that kind of person who gets up and gets this done Um, and I am that kind of person because sometimes I do it (laughs) that's enough to be that kind of person and then using that as sort of a motivation to to move and get up and get things done so for this one it's really good idea to pay attention to your own self-talk in situations in in which you feel that you are procrastinating. How are you thinking about your identity, about yourself? How are you talking to yourself about your identity and yourself? Uh, And then really paying attention to that and making sure that you flip it and that you reframe it. The point of reframing our thoughts is not to lie to ourselves. So if I feel and think, truly think that I'm lazy and slow or shy or uh, procrastinator, then if I just say to myself, oh no, but I'm proactive, that will not work, of course. Uh, But I can use a reframing that's something like, I'm becoming more proactive every day or I'm working actively on being proactive. And that's a statement that's true for me, even if I feel that I'm sometimes lazy as well, it's true enough that I can actually trust my self talk and sign up for that and act on that. So look for these alternative thoughts to build in your mind, alternative self-talk that you can use, that feels like it's pushing you on the proactive side, that's contributing to this positive, proactive identity, but it also feels real to you, that doesn't feel like faking it and, and over-convincing over yourself into something that you don't feel that it's true. Now, when you start talking to yourself like that, then it is important to also to strive to act like that as well in small things. And kind of in that way, when we do some small things that reinforce the statement that we make in our self-talk, then that feeds into our belief that we are truly like that. And it kind of serves as an evidence that we are really like that. So you want to go for, you know, Good thought, I no, I am this kind of person, so I will do this now, and then really truly doing something to support that belief. Doing that with few actions with which we are normally not so proactive, and being also kind of congratulating ourselves after and be like, yes, that's the kind of person I am, will actually serve as a great basis to make it so much easier next time. So maybe choosing few focused situations when we want to try it uh, and and act in a more proactive way and use more... um, let's say, positive self-talk about how proactive we are uh, and how action oriented we are uh, to get it done. I hope that was clear. It's basically about playing with your identity, Uh, again, through your thoughts and self-talk. A lot of mindset work and mindset topics today. Now, number three, the tip number three is to not overthink. Like, when you have time and space to hesitate and think, do I really want to do this? And what is difficult about doing this? Well, that is when we have time to change our mind and grow our doubts. That's not what we want to do. That is why it really helps to make some decisions in advance. And then when the time comes to act on those decisions, to step and start acting on them fairly quickly, not giving ourselves a chance and time to hesitate, to overthink, to have second thoughts. So making decisions in advance on how we want to act in certain situations. Now, this is a great strategy. Also, if we have a repetitive situation that happens to us, in which it happens um, that we always behave non-proactively in a way that we are not proud of and we would want to act a bit more proactive. Let me think of an example. For example, let's say often we are in a conversation when um, somebody has um, comments for which we think they're a bit discriminatory and this person is probably not even aware of that. And maybe that's a situation in which I would like to be proactive, but I'm maybe also conflict avoidant. So when that person says something that's kind of on the edge, it's not like fully discriminatory, but it's a little bit, I don't really like it. Um, I kind of have an impulse to kind of call it out and, and, you know, address it. But at the same time, if I'm not feeling proactive, if I'm not feeling courageous, if I'm feeling conflict avoidant, probably in that spontaneous situations, so I might not say anything, right? So if I have a situation of that kind and I'm recognizing that it's happening more times, or let's say somebody is cutting the queue, that happens to me a lot, it stresses me out a lot, but I'm not proactive to address it, but I can let it slide, similar situation. So for these situations, it's really, really helpful after the situation to stop and think in this kind of situations how do i want to act how do i want to be let's say i want to be more proactive okay how does that look like what is the example of that what might i say in this kind of situation next time and kind of a little bit mentally rehearsing it and making those decisions and finding those answers in our mind in space when we are out of situations kind of preparing for a situation and then in a situation, we can actually be quick on going to that predetermined decision and that predetermined behavior without overthinking and kind of stepping into the action quickly. Similar can be for anything else where we set our mind on doing something. Let's say in the morning, I want to go for a run. Um, you know, Can I decide in advance at what time I will go, prepare everything, whatever, my clothes, shoes, whatnot, decide on the time and not even ha- give myself an option to think, do I want to go today or not? When alarm marks that time, I will start going, right? That is an example where I'll be more like proactive about getting things done uh, if I define them in advance. So the key there is to not allow ourselves to overthink, not allow ourselves to, you know, doubts to grow, to hesitate, not allow the fear to grow as well, not to overcomplicate why this is difficult or inconvenient. Um, not allowing overwhelm also to kick in in terms of the options, but really kind of keeping our mind sharp because we gave it a thought in advance. So this is a recommendation to do for any situation that we find challenging in terms of what we would want to be more proactive and its type of situation that happens often. Now, if you're one of those who struggles with overthinking, Yet again, join us at Build Powerful Mindset. It's a really good course to explore thinking traps and how to work with our thoughts more effectively, how our thoughts impact our emotions and behavior. Super, super powerful. That's why it's called Build Powerful Mindset. Super, super powerful to give you new directions of thinking, to give you new practical tools to work with your thoughts more effectively. We definitely go way deeper there um, in similar topics to this one. Now, are you ready for number four? The tip number four, we have five, remember. Um, Tip number four is to always, not always, but in situations which you find difficult, to start with a small step. Small enough that it looks easy and that it's easy to launch ourselves into it. So focusing on a small step, small bit, easy part of a certain action will actually help us to do it quickly and easily, and then that momentum will pull us forward. Example of this can be, I'm sure you heard of this trick, but example can be, if I'm going for a run, I'll just focus on the step of getting dressed and get outside, and then starting to run will be okay. That'll be the easier part, once I do this first small step. Or if I want to have a difficult conversation, but I'm really hesitant, let's say with my um, manager or with my partner, I want to have difficult conversation, but I'm hesitant. I can simply start with just saying, I really need us to talk about this. And with that, I'm already in. I cannot turn back now. I already done the proactive thing. Now, the difficult thing is still ahead of me. <laughs> Don't get me wrong but I've done the difficult thing, right? And I launched myself into it. So thinking, what is the first small step if there is a big action ahead of me that I keep postponing or procrastinating on or avoiding? What is one small step I can do that is probably a little bit unreturnable? You know, I will not step back from it, but once I do it, then the things start rolling and then I'm in it. And then just focusing on doing that small step, the sooner the better. Okay, the last one, okay? The last one is one that I mentioned also in the TED Talk and the one I mentioned so many times when we talk about resilience and mindset, and probably you heard it before, but the question is, are you using it enough? Are we all using it enough? And that is to really differentiate between the area, like what is within your area of influence and what is out of your area of influence. So it's basically to keep asking that fundamental question what can I influence and what should I accept? So in this situation, in this relationship, in my way of thinking, in my life, what can I influence and what should I accept? Now why is this question related to productivity? Because if you don't use it you will bang your head against many walls many times and being proactive will become painful and feel useless to you. If you keep focusing on things you have no influence over. So if we keep you know, trying to be proactive in situations in which we really cannot do anything and in which we have no influence or impact, in those situations, they will just end up feeling futile and useless. We will end up wasting a lot of energy and creating no impact. And eventually that will become demotivating and feel like a waste. So it will not inspire us to keep being proactive. It will not reward us for being proactive in the first place. On the other hand, if I'm intentional, using this question, if I'm intentional about how I invest my time and energy and where I focus my actions, and it helps me to choose to focus on activities that I can really make a difference with, then being proactive in those situations where I can actually make a difference, where I'm making an impact, still can be difficult and challenging, but it can also be hugely rewarding. So while it will be difficult a couple of times when I am proactive in those situations, I will get a lot of energy out of a lot of results, a lot of motivation, and that will want, make me want to be proactive again because I'll actually be creating something meaningful. Now, the quick question for reflection for you, which of the five would be a great one for you to strengthen? I will summarize them very, very quickly, and I will invite you to stay with me for that and really think from the five, which ones are you focusing on? because otherwise this is just a bunch of ideas that you don't incorporate in your life. So think really, which of the five would you like to keep in mind, focus, do a little bit more? We had being more visionary, being more excited about the things ahead of us. Second was focusing on doing our identity, building our identity as a doer, as a proactive, as an active person. Third one was not to overthink, and what can really help us with that is to decide in advance on some things, make a plan in advance, and then act quickly without giving us chance to change our mind. Fourth one was to start small with one step that will you know, launch us into it, but that's easy and a small step. And fifth one was to focus our energy more on what can we actually influence. So which one is it for you? I'm very curious. Um, do feel free to also drop it in comments or share with me through Happiness Academy newsletter in which I share this podcast. You can always reply to it and share your thoughts. Is there some of these that you would like me to explore deeper and more practical in some of the other podcasts? Don't be shy to let me know. Now, if you need a bit of help strengthening these, there are three things I can invite you for. One of them is life design, the workshop on which you really put your vision and your identity vision of yourself onto a paper in a couple of hours and build clarity over your next step, your next actions, and where is your life taking you. The second one is build powerful mindset, the course I mentioned, and uh, powerful, impactful online course in which we work a lot on our self-talk, on our perspective, on working with our thinking patterns to make them more empowering, more proactive, more creative and many more things. And then finally, My Remarkable Year, one of my favorite programs on Happiness Academy, the one that always starts in December, January time, and that is built with just one call per month to keep you accountable Over your plans and well being and self development, and to keep you asking the relevant questions, such as, you know, what can I influence? What should I let go? Or maybe in which areas of my life do I want to be more proactive? And to keep asking those month over month throughout the year until until they really become a habit and part of you true part of your identity. So if one of these sounds like something exciting for you, do join me. Uh, You can find all the links in the description of this podcast or video. And I'm really looking forward to share the next two topics with you. Next time we are talking about perspective, building more perspective, expanding our perspective, and then after that, about protecting our priorities. Very exciting topics, life-changing topics if we get them uh, if we get them right. So I hope you will join me for these episodes as well. Wish you an amazing and proactive day ahead. Thank you for exploring this topic with me. I hope you found some exciting ideas and tools that you will use already today. Remember, they only work if you put them in practice. But then they make all the difference. If you like Happiness Academy podcasts, do leave us a rating and a review. It will be really helpful. And if you haven't done it yet, click on the links in the episode description to discover free materials and valuable resources to dive in deeper. See you in the next episode or at the Happiness Academy newsletter.